Welcome back to the Lunar Babe podcast. My name is Alexandra, and today is a very exciting episode. So I know I've talked a little bit about the science of meditation and nidra specifically on a previous episode, and I did have to like delete all my old episodes. So it actually works out because this episode I'm gonna deep dive. So I'm gonna go, you know, more in detail and more in depth. So if you did hear the episode before, don't worry. Like there's gonna be a lot more information in this one and I just want to make sure and have this all on the podcast that way anyone that's new can come and learn about the wonders of meditation it's literally so fascinating to me so exciting to me just to learn about like all the changes in your brain and your body and it just gets me so hyped up to relax So for anybody that doesn't know, yoga nidra is, um, it means yogic sleep, and it's basically a sleep-based meditation. So unlike other forms of meditation, um, this meditation is practiced lying down. So you lay down, you get supremely comfortable. You could even lay in bed on a yoga mat, on a couch. You have an eye pillow if you have one available, and then um, blankets, pillows, like you get comfy. Like basically as if you were going to go to sleep. And um, what this meditation does is it's a guided meditation that will take you down into um, the place between waking and sleeping. So you get into that deeply relaxed state. So that's kind of how it works. And literally when I learned this meditation style, it changed my life. It is so incredible. Um, But the first thing that we'll go into as far as the science goes is the brainwaves. Beta brainwave states are the most common for the conscious, like waking thought, logical thinking state that most people are in most of the time. Now, people who meditate regularly will start to go into gamma brainwave states, and this is responsible for cognitive functioning, learning, memory, and information processing. So alpha brainwaves is the brainwave state when you're just about to fall asleep. So it's when you're starting to relax and slow down. And they say that negative emotions actually stops the alpha activity in the brain. So if you're feeling fear, it actually will stop you from going into that alpha state. And if you're integrated, you'll start to generate large amplitudes of alpha brainwaves. So if you're integrated, that means if you're living more in the present moment, if your nervous system is regulated, you'll start to go into that alpha state more often. And obviously meditation gets you into that state, especially yoga nidra. And this is also the state where you'll start to access the subconscious mind. And so you can actually go in and start to reprogram those subconscious beliefs that are determining, you know, what you believe in your life and how you live each day. And then you go down into the theta brainwave state. So in Nidra, you know, it takes you down, you know, once you get more and more relaxed, you'll enter theta, which is kind of like a trance state. So I know that it's also associated with dream or REM cycle sleeping, um, but you can actually enter this state consciously. So you might be, you know, in that meditative trance and you might have a vision or have a dreamlike experience, but still kind of consciously know where you are in the room. And I've had this happen before. It's kind of crazy. And so um, the theta state is seen to 
um, relate to the connection with creativity, intuition, daydreaming, fantasizing, um, your memories, your emotions, and sensations. And this is when you're in that state that you'll be able to access the unconscious patterns and behaviors that you're living out in your life. And the more often you enter the theta state, your prefrontal cortex will thicken. So that allows you to make more logical decisions in your life instead of acting out on all these habitual patterns that you're, you've been playing out. And then Nidra can also take you down into delta brainwave states. So this is the slowest recorded brainwave in human beings. And it's mostly found in infants and children and it's associated with the deepest levels of relaxation, restorative healing sleep. And um, these brainwave states can be considered your unconscious mind. So it's the gateway to the collective consciousness. And it's when you're in this state that you'll start to completely detach from the character that you play out in life. You'll enter a space where you are nobody, no thing. You're just in the space of nothingness. And I know Joe Dispenza talks about this. You know, you have to enter that space to start to get into that deepest level of bliss and you know restoration so um yeah nidra can actually take you there you may not get down into those deeper brainwave states your first time or your first couple times of practicing this meditation but don't worry you know if you keep practicing your body and your mind and your nervous system will start to learn how to relax and let go and reset and go down into those deep trance states so sometimes it takes some time but be patient with it because this can change your life and i know for a lot of people like seated meditation can be so difficult you know your back hurts or you know you got an achy body or it's just hard to sit and focus your mind um and it's actually very difficult for most people to get into the delta brainwave state especially during seated meditation normally you don't go that deep so that's why nidra is so uniquely powerful and you don't actually have to sit there and try and focus all your energy on one specific thing a lot of the cueing in nidra invites you to kind of completely let go and not think about anything dropping into your body the cueing it's like very specific verbiage that just kind of allows your whole body to melt <laughs> it's amazing i have one class that i taught here because i used to do um, nidras in my home studio here and i would guide them and do singing bowls and everything and i had one girl tell me that she felt like she was melting into the floor you know so it it's a very cool effect in that it can get you to completely relax in ways that normal seated meditation doesn't always get you to now i love seated meditation as well um but yeah nidra specifically is what you know i'm raving about today so that's that's a cool benefit and then we'll move on to the amygdala. So the amygdala is the center of your brain for processing fear and threats. And if you're in a highly stressed or strained, you know, state emotionally, mentally, physically for too long, if you're in that fight or flight response, this actually will cause your amygdala to grow in size. This means that, you know, whatever happens in your life, you're starting to just process everything as a threat. And if you do have chronic pain, it's probably because your nervous system is not getting a chance to relax and restore itself like it normally would. 
And so this can have a huge impact on your life. And I know like from reading Joe Dispenza's books, he talks about how you become addicted to those stress hormones. And so you can kind of get stuck in this cycle where you'll just relive your pain again and again and again. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but what happens is when you do Nidra specifically, this will actually begin to shrink your amygdala back down to its normal size. So as your prefrontal cortex thickens, your amygdala will shrink and then it will kind of shift how you view everything in your reality. And it's amazing. So Nidra also helps to regenerate the hippocampus. So this in your brain, it helps to regulate your emotions, it improves your memory and your learning. And Nidra also helps with your immune system. So, you know, when you're in that more relaxed state, you're calming down, you're releasing stress that enables your immune system to do what it needs to do. Ultimately, your body knows exactly how to keep you happy, healthy, strong, you know, everything functioning smoothly. Um, but when you're not allowing yourself to relax, it kind of stops that rest and digest, you know, center of the body and the, the mind that kind of keeps everything running smoothly. So if you're in fight or flight, you know, it just keeps you from getting there and it can cause a lot of different things to go wrong in the body. So yeah, the more you practice this style of meditation, you know, the more relaxed you're going to get and that's going to allow all the different functions of your body and your immune system to work smoothly and properly. So that's really fascinating, really cool. And meditation and nidra also help to stimulate your metabolism. So studies have shown that metabolism increases for people who meditate regularly. So if you want to speed up that metabolism, you know, like just lay down, relax, let me guide you into bliss and boom, faster metabolism. <laughs> And so next, we'll go into all of the chemicals released in the brain during yoga nidra. So serotonin is the first one. Now, low serotonin can be related to depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, low self-esteem, obesity, and migraines. Now, serotonin is the key hormone that stabilizes your mood your feelings of well-being and your happiness. And this hormone impacts your entire body. And serotonin also helps with sleeping, eating, and digestion. So that's pretty cool. So the next chemical released during this meditation is melatonin. Um, now this is primary, primarily released by the pineal gland when you go to sleep at night. And so I know a lot of people take melatonin to help you fall asleep. Well, Yoga Nidra actually releases melatonin. And for anyone that doesn't know, this fun fact, you know, when you're awake, you're in a serotonin-based reality. When you're sleeping, you're in a melatonin-based reality. So we kind of need both of those chemicals in our, you know, in our brain to have everything kind of functioning correctly. And melatonin is actually sets the biorhythms of the body and your biological clock. It's one of the factors that determine how fast you age, which is fascinating. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> so the next chemical is dopamine. So yoga nidra actually increases the release of dopamine by up to 65%. And this chemical is vital for your physical and your mental well-being. It allows you to experience pleasure, maintain focus, um, and reduce depression and give you more inspiration and motivation. 
So if you're feeling really lethargic, really, you know, like not wanting to do anything, that's actually great because Nidra is all about doing absolutely nothing and that can help you improve your inspiration and motivation. So it's a win-win. Um, the next chemical released is oxytocin. So this is the love hormone and it gives the feeling of being in love, fulfillment, connection, and it also reduces those feelings of fear and it in helps you to increase your trust. And this just helps you to have healthier relationships and interact with people in a healthier way when you have this chemical in your brain. So Nidra also releases human growth hormone. So it boosts your HGH and that's what stimulates your growth when you're a child and it helps you maintain your tissues and your organs throughout your life. Um, in your 40s, that hormone decreases and HGH is naturally released in the deepest states of yoga nidra. Um, so this helps you stay youthful. Um, and then GABA, which also is called gamma aminobutyric acid. Sorry if I butchered that, but, <laughs> but GABA. Um, it's a neurotransmitter in your central nervous system and it helps stabilize your mood. So this reduces muscle tension and cardiac stress and it allows your body to stay calm in situations and respond rather than react. And if you do have low levels, levels of GABA in your brain, you might struggle with insomnia or addictions. When you actually raise the level of GABA in your brain, you know, through yoga nidra, this allows you to handle more pressure before entering into a fight or flight or a panicked state. So you're also going to get DHEA that is released in your brain during nidra. Um, and this sharpens your memory and helps to relieve depression. So having DHEA is the foundation to having a healthy immune system. So people that are low in DHEA are often found to be chronically stressed and not necessarily aware of it. So what happens is we get, you know, stressed and it's our daily state, you know, we're not running from lions and tigers and bears anymore. We're just stressed out over relationships and money. And, you know, like fight or flight is meant to be just a quick you know, I'm in panic mode to escape danger. And nowadays, a lot of people are entering that state and they stay there day after day after day. And I know because I've lived it before too. <laughs> but um, yeah, when you go into that deep state of meditation, Nidra specifically, this will, you know, give you more DHEA so you can balance those levels out. And then the last chemical released in the brain, this is, a, this is an interesting one. It's, it's an exciting one though. <laughs> endorphins so nidra gives you the same amount of endorphins as a run like if you were going on a run you get that runner high the endorphin rush you get that same release of endorphins with a nidra and endorphins are neurotransmitters that have a morphine-like anti-pain and antidepressant effect you know that's why when you work out you exercise you get you feel more positive and you're you know in a more upbeat mood and this also can happen during nidra it's fascinating because you're just basically laying there so that's what's so cool about it it just gets you down into bliss and and helps your brain restore all these chemicals that you need in order to function and have a happy healthy life 
And if you are chronically stressed and maybe it's not that severe for you, everybody has, you know, different experiences, different levels. Um, but if you're stressed out a lot of the times and you may not even be aware of it because it's probably you're used to it, um, but your body will actually start to pre, uh, produce cortisol, um, a lot of cortisol. And that happens when you're in that fight or flight state for, you know, longer, ex longer extended periods of time. And so since this cortisol, like the having higher levels of cortisol will tell your body that you're in potential famine conditions, um, you will start to retain water and belly fat. So yeah, isn't that crazy? Like just the effect that stress has on your body. Um, it's insane. And so Nidra obviously reduces your cortisol levels and this allows your body to come back into a state of you know, harmony and allows you to balance that effort and ease, you know, so that you can still do activities, but not under a state of stress. <laughs> and so, yeah, basically when you go down into those deep states of bliss on a daily basis, or even if you do it a couple times a week, this will change everything for you. If you really get down into those deeper levels of meditation, especially with yoga nidra, this will start to reprogram your subconscious mind, your subconscious beliefs. And what happens is a lot of the things that we do on a day-to-day -day basis, it's just this automatic programming. Um, like, you know, when you drive to work, a lot of times you'll just space out and you'll get to work and it's like you don't even remember the drive. <laughs> you know, like your body will just take over muscle memory. And that's how a lot of the things, even the behaviors, how we relate to people, how we talk to people, how we relate to our finances, it's all tied into these automatic you know, subconscious programming that carries out, you know, all of our behaviors and patterns. And so when you go into Nidra and you go into that deeply relaxed trance state and you do it often enough, it will go in and it will reset and recreate a new set of, you know, beliefs and patterns. And, you know, there's a lot of intention that can go into it where you can listen to ones for specific things that can kind of, you know, it's like putting, um, planting a seed in your mind. And the more and the more you listen to it, it will start to shift your reality. And even if you don't have any type of specific intention, I believe that any type of nidra or getting into that deeply relaxed state will restore everything as it is meant to be. So you don't have to worry too much. Sometimes I know people can get hung up on like, what should my intention be or whatever? Like, it's not that important and it is, but I think that the more important thing is that you're letting everything go. You're letting go of your worries and your concerns and you're allowing your whole mind and body to be restored and go into that space where you are nobody and no thing. You are not a character that you play out in this world, whether you know you relate to your parent or you relate to your job or whatever. When you go into meditation, you let go of everything. You let go of all of that. And this may not happen all the time or the first couple times you try it. Even for me, sometimes it's hard to get into that relaxed state. But um, those times that I do, like I, yesterday, I you know did a nidra, and for the first time in a while, I actually went so deep. And I was feeling a little irritated that day before. You know, sometimes I just get like frustrated, like over nothing in particular. Um, and then once I did the nidra, I literally felt like I was floating on a cloud. I felt like a million times better. So it does actually really shift. Um, a lot of things and you'll start to feel like 
well for me anyways i feel like i'm floating like after i come out of a nidra and what's cool is nidra is actually also equivalent equivalent to a three hour nap so like a 45 minute nidra and i know you're probably like oh my god 45 minutes is so long but it's a sleep meditation so even if you fall asleep during it it has been shown that you still get the benefits because it's going down the words are going down into your subconscious mind and it's still rewiring things and a lot of times nidra you know you we call it dropping so there's a lot of long pauses throughout nidra and these pauses are crucial it's my favorite part <laughs> but it's like the space where nothing is happening and you're not processing anything and you're not hearing any words you are a lot it's allowing you to drop down deeper and deeper and when i was in school we would all because i did 100 hours of training in this so i um I would go to class, you know, in person, and there was probably like 40 people in class, so we would all go into Nidra and practice, you know, receiving Nidra at the same time, and we would all be like, I hope I drop. So dropping, it's like where you feel like you're about to fall asleep, and a lot of times you'll go off to where like your conscious mind like doesn't remember what happened, like you'll feel like you fell asleep. But really, your conscious mind is kind of going somewhere else and your subconscious mind is being reprogrammed. And you may not remember any of the words, um, but that's actually a good sign. So and sometimes you can even, you know, go in and out. So you'll kind of like weave in and out of consciousness and then you'll only rem remember like bits and pieces or you might be like, why is this meditation not making sense? <laughs> it's probably because you're dropping off, coming back, dropping off, coming back. So this is normal. And that's why this meditation style is so cool because you don't have to, you know, like sit and hyper focus on your breath. And I'm not knocking other meditation styles. I think that each one has their own benefits to it. Um, but this is just been super accessible to me and, um, it's changed my life in so many ways. So if you do want to learn more about the science, obviously I told you a lot of the science, um, but a lot of this information that I learned at school through my teacher, Kamini Desai, her father, Amrit Desai actually like created the meditation style that I teach. And so I learned from the best of the best, um, but she wrote a book, Kamini wrote a book, and it's called Yoga Nidra, um, The Art of Transformational Sleep. And you can get this on Amazon. Um, I actually have the book right here. It's amazing. And it goes more into detail, not only on this, on the science of Nidra, but just on how it changes, you know, everything. Like she'll go into detail on samskaras. And so, yeah, definitely get the book, read it. It's an amazing read. It's so fascinating. I probably said fascinating like 20,000 times during this podcast, but I'm sorry, you guys. I am literally obsessed. Like people are probably so annoyed of hearing me talk about this by now. <laughs> like my friends and family, I'm like, oh my God, all these chemicals are released in your brain. It's so cool. Blah, 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 blah. Like I'll just go on and on and on. <laughs> but yeah, after I went to school for Nidra, I um, was in love with it and I had, you know, taught a few different places like yoga studios and sometimes I would teach Nidra and then um, after COVID, like everything shut down and I stopped teaching um, up until I would say a year ago, I was running a yoga studio out of my um, out of my home. So I was just like doing classes for people 
I would have people over and just um, guide them down, you know, into Nidra. I would do Nidra and sound healing, play my bowls, and everybody loved it. I loved it. It was really, really hard for me to, like, pay my bills with just doing, you know, classes at my home studio. So I ended up, you know, moving things around, and now I, I have another job that I do. So I don't currently teach. Um, but I know that you guys are, like, still, like, everybody keeps asking me about Nidra, and they want to try it, and even my old students still text me and they miss it so I would love to teach in person someday but I did you know get that patreon up and running for you guys so that you can you know just log in and um access meditations you know mobily like the pre-recorded meditations on there and so um I have my patreon linked on my instagram which is amore underscore alexandra underscore and then if you want to go straight to my patreon I think it's patreon.com slash Amore Alexandra. So yes, I have some free meditations on there and I have some that are for paid Patreon members of mine. And the cool thing about Patreon, I just realized, is that they have an app. So um, in the App Store, if you have iPhone, um, they probably have it on Android as well. Um, but you can just download it and then you can access all the meditations just straight from your phone. And that's what I've been doing. It's been working out perfectly for me um, to have all my meditations in one spot and just be able to put it on, put in my headphones and lay down. And it's super easy and simple. So yeah, definitely check it out. But yesterday I just released a new one and this one is free, completely free to the public. It's on my Patreon. It is pinned on the top of my Patreon. It's called Nidra Body, Mind, Heart, and Soul Coherence. And this is like your basic classic Nidra. And the intention that I used in this Nidra is I am completely relaxed and at peace in my body, my mind, my heart, and my soul. And this is repeated three times throughout the intention portion of the meditation. So it's when you get into the, that most deepest, deepest state of relaxation that I put the intention in there. And then um, it's repeated three times. So yeah, this Nidra is just your classic, like no matter what you're going through, it just kind of is meant to restore you, relax you, get you more in touch with your body, your mind, your heart, your soul, just get everything balanced out. So, and it's perfect for anybody that has never tried Nidra. If it's your first time, if you've been practicing for years, go and try it free to the public. And, um, I hope you guys love it. And I did put singing bowls in this meditation as well. I had the singing bowls like a little louder this time so you could really hear them. Um, but yeah, I listened to it yesterday and I loved it. So <laughs> um, that's the cool thing about this is like now that I'm making more meditations, I have more to listen to. So it's it's a win-win. It's a, it's a big benefit to me. So I'm excited that you guys are so excited to try Nidra and now you're really getting me, you know, inspired to create more and, and do all this. And now we can all heal together, you know? So it's, ah, I just get this like warm, like fuzzy feeling like in my chest when I think about it. I'm like, oh my God. I'm on a mission to change the world and Nidra is just, <sighs> there's just not enough good things I could say about it. I could go on for hours. Um, but yeah, that's why I was nicknamed the um, Nidra Queen. That used to be like my handle on Instagram and everything <laughs> um, because people would say I was just so um, so good at, you know, guiding it. Just my voice. I have a, I have a good voice for it. And if you guys want, I'll give you a little, um, I'll give you guys a little like, um, I'll show you what my voice sounds like. So, so when I'm guiding meditation, I'll just like take a deep breath 
close your eyes and allow your awareness to move inward. And so, yeah, that's the voice that everybody, everybody loves. <laughs> so, yeah, go check out my meditations if you want to, you know, listen to it. Make sure you are not going to be disturbed. You have a quiet space to lay down. Don't ever listen to it while you're driving or operating machinery, obviously. And just remember when you start practicing this meditation that it is very normal if it's hard for you to begin to relax and drop into your body and let go. Um, this is especially for me when I started out. You'll be shocked to know that I did not like Nidra at all the first time I tried it. So yeah, the first time I ever tried it, it was an in-person class and I laid there the whole time. I stared at the clock and I was like, why am I wide awake and when is this over? <laughs> Literally. And I was in the process of starting my yoga, you know, teaching practice at that point. And I had decided after that class, I will not include Nidra in my program because I just didn't care for it from that first session. And then I was in yoga teacher training and they ended up guiding a nidra for us um, just as part of, you know, like our normal curriculum because we would do fun stuff like that all the time. Um, but something about that nidra specifically, I dropped off like that nidra just like hit different. <laughs> I dropped off and I was in this dreamlike state where I felt like I was swimming and I could see like fish and everything, but I was still like consciously aware of the room that I was in and I knew where I was. And I don't even remember if I like, I don't think I remembered like or heard any of the words that she was saying, but I dropped down. And then I came back at the end, you know, she calls you back. So I came back and I was just like buzzy. Like I felt like I was floating on a cloud. It was, it was amazing. Um, since that date, I um, was just in love with it. And I, you know, changed my whole program so I could include Nidra. I did 100 hours of training and um, it's just changed so much for me. And I, I'm so grateful that I can share that with people and I can change other people's lives too. I'm not trying to take all the credit or anything. I'm just glad that I can contribute to society and to, you know, the happiness of humanity in a positive way. So thank you guys for allowing me to do that. And it's just, it's a blessing. But yeah, just be patient with it. Give it a couple tries. And if you can do some breath work beforehand, that helps as well. Um, but yeah, let me know what you guys think. If you try it out, message me on Instagram or, you know, whatever. Leave a review on my podcast. Let me know if, you know, what you guys want to hear next, what you guys want me to talk about. I'm just excited to kind of be more comfortable sharing my voice and getting this information out there to you guys. And um, my small following will hopefully grow to a bigger following and I can, you know, just spread the positive word. <laughs> I feel so cliche. <laughs> I feel so, I don't know. <laughs> Just like, oh, it's all love and light. <laughs> it's not always, you guys. Like, life is hard and these things, these tools just help us to, you know, manage all the craziness of life and reality in a better way. So that's why I'm here. And that is all. <laughs> That's it for today. Um, visit me next week. I'm not sure what I'm talking about next week, but I'm sure it's going to be very fun and exciting. So next Tuesday, come back and see me again. 
and I'm so grateful to have you. Love you guys. Um, I'll see you in the next one. Bye!